BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Cobble Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. She's just going to tell it like it is. Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here is your host, Nicole Griffin. All right, Nick Sander back with you. Hour number two of Ticket Weeknights. Normally with Nicole Griffith, not with Nicole Griffith tonight. Um, she is traveling back to town. She'll be back next week. We'll be back next week, but we know that this is her show and we're all good there. But also, I uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with me all evening long. 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman Text Line. Uh, feel free to hit me up on Twitter, Nick underscore Sainert, S-E-H-N-E-R-T is how you spell my last name. And then you can also uh, chime in on the Sarter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Carter will monitor that uh, from that side of the table over there. All right, so throughout this uh, second hour, we're, we're going to talk Husker football. I just came across, so Shenander and Mike Dawson talked to the media today, and I just came across... This quote from Mike Dawson. Now, w- before we play it, um, I, I, a lot of people are expecting the defense to be good, like talented. And, and before before we freak out and say, what are you talking about, Nick? They're, they're going to be talented. Well, they are. Um, they have to replace a lot, especially in the secondary and especially up front. Damian Daniels, the loss of Damian Daniels is huge for for Nebraska uh, football just because this was a, a defense. Um, this is a, uh, excuse me. This was a defense that did not really sack the quarterback or get to the quarterback at a high rate last year. And that was kind of something worrisome with this team. I think that would be safe to say. Um, okay. So timeout. I want to, before we before we do this and get dive dive deep into into Husker football, Crowbait says on the text line, Nick, can you do me a favor? Uh, my friend is a huge Collards fan, and she texted me he's back to St. Louis. Will you give a shout out? Absolutely, shout out to Jenna Smith for Albert Pujols going back to the Cardinals. Um, it's going to be a really really cool 
end of the season or end, like end of the the road for Albert Pujols and for Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina because those three guys who have kind of been the face or, or at one time was the face of the St. Louis Cardinals are all going to finish their careers in St. Louis. So if you missed it, Albert um, Pujols signed a one-year deal with the Cardinals, and, and it's probably one of those ways where they uh, will just end his career then with, with the Cardinals. So, yep, shout-out to Jenna Smith. Absolutely, Crowbait, I got you, man. All right, so let's dive back into Husker football here. 402-464-5685. Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sutter Heyman text line. Um, Mike Dawson. Doubling as the defensive line coach and linebackers coach, outside linebackers coach, now with the uh, loss of, of Tony Tuioti moving on to Oregon earlier in the offseason. He was asked today in front of the media about the struggle to bring young offensive linemen along. Now, listen to this, and in the middle of the clip, he says something Interesting and a little alarming that we'll we'll touch on after. So we'll probably play this a couple times. But once again, here's Mike Dawson talking about the uh, the process of forcing to bring young linemen along because they don't have really a choice this year. Here's here's Mike Dawson. Yeah, I had hair before spring ball started, Sam, and now it's all gone. <laughs> uh, the, the, it's, it's a fine line because the guys, they, they want to do well, right? No one wants to do well more than the guy that's out there, right? But uh, So it's not like they go out there and go, you know what, on this play, I think I'm going to do the exact opposite of what he told me to do. Uh, but sometimes it looks like that, you know, and, and it feels like that as a coach. You're like, what in the world? How can you be doing that after this amount of time in practice? But uh, Stop it's, it. It's all about habits. If so, you can. Sorry, um, Carter. I didn't, I didn't tell you. Sorry, Carter. That's my bad because I know how that feels. What? Let, let me read the quote. Um, Here it is. It's not like they go out there and say, you know what? I think I'm going to do the exact opposite of what he told me to do. But sometimes it's looking like that. And it feels like that as a coach. So go ahead, if you can, Carter. Start it over. And we'll uh, we'll, we'll listen to that. So listen to that part. Um, and then we'll listen to the rest of the quote from, from Mike Dawson. Yeah, I had hair before spring ball started, Sam, and now it's all gone. <laughs> uh, the, the, it's, it's a fine line because the guys, they, they want to do well, right? No one wants to do well more than the guy that's out there, right? But uh, So it's not like they go out there and go, you know what, on this play, I think I'm going to do the exact opposite of what he told me to do. Uh, but sometimes it looks like that, you know, and, and it feels like that as a coach. You're like, what in the world? How can you be doing that after this amount of time in practice? But uh, it's, it's all about habits. So um, how you um, make sure that they are all – attending class or all going to meals or all doing whatever it is that they're supposed to do when they're supposed to do it, that translates to me now when all of a sudden Chins calls something besides a base defense and we have to move to or away from a pressure, how do you know that they're going to do it? Well, this same guy has been to all of his classes, he goes to every meal, doesn't miss anything. Usually that guy does a good job of making sure that he doesn't miss an assignment. So that last part is really, really valid. Like doing the doing all the little things off the field, right, is going to help you on the field, right? And you're able to able to count on more guys when they are um, doing putting in the work off the field and as much work off the field as they are on the field or in the weight room, however you want to you ever however you want to word it. But it's tough for me to get past the quote of 
It's not like they go out there and say, you know what? I think I'm going to do the exact opposite of what he told me to do. But sometimes it looks like that, and it feels like that as a coach. And then he continued by saying something along the lines of, um, how, you know, how can you do this after? Why are you, how, how are you still practicing like that after all of these reps? Because earlier, and I should have grabbed this quote, but earlier in the press conference, he mentions that the, one of the benefits to having such a thin, not thin room, but just a young room, thin on experience, I think that would be okay to say, is that everybody's getting reps and that you're getting an opportunity to see guys um, how they play when they are fatigued or when they're experiencing fatigue because it's tough. Like, it's tougher, especially in a physical conference like the Big Ten, and no matter how, however you want to word or, or you know envision Nebraska's offensive line, it's still, it's still meant to be a Big Ten offensive line, and, and there's been some positive reports out of, of Coach Raiola's camp on the offensive line side of things, but they're getting all these reps on the defensive side that is, number one, encouraging, but once again, Mike Dawson goes, it's not like they go out there and say, I think I'm going to do the exact opposite of what he told me to do, but sometimes it looks like that, and it feels like that as a coach. So that was one thing that kind of stood out to me today because we're, and granted, it's only spring ball, so no reason to hit the panic button, and I'm not saying hit the panic button here, but a lot of folks are expecting this defense to just kind of pick up right where it left off or maybe just take one step back, but there's a scenario here where it takes the defense a couple games to really get into sync. And normally, under UFC, or UC, UFC, UCF Scott Frost, UCF Scott Frost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Like, we're good. Nebraska's dropping 65 a game. We're fine. But... That's not the case. That's not the case at all. It's an offense that has struggled to give a quarterback time, whether it was Adrian Martinez, whether it was Noah Vedral, Noah Vedral, or whether it was Logan Smothers in the Iowa game. It's not. It's been an offensive line that's struggled to give a, any quarterback time. This is not an Adrian Martinez discussion. This is just a Nebraska program discussion. And then it's it's a program. It's an offense where. Um, either you can go both ways on it. Haven't been able to establish a running game one way or haven't been given the opportunity to establish a run game. Unfortunately, whether that was Diedrich Mills or whether that took, you know, seven weeks for Ramir Johnson or, um, Divino Zigbo, who was once again, in the bottom of the pile in terms of the running back depth chart in the first year. And then due to injuries and Greg Bell deciding to leave the program. Surprise, Divino Zigbo, 100-yard carry or 100 yards a game. Surprise. That's who we have in the, in, in the running back room. So now you go into this year 
and say, all right, so let's assess the running back room because the offense might need to score more points this year than they did last year. Like, that's just what's going to happen because you're not going to be able to rely on Cam Taylor-Britt or Deontay Williams or Markel Dismuke to shut the the over-the-top routes down. They're, they're not here. And this defensive line, there's things to be excited about with a guy like Nash Hutmacher, the polar bear, right? There's There's cause for excitement but he, they are young uh, Jordan Riley's also another name that we've heard been you know stirred up in the pot the last couple seasons once again they're still young unfortunately Phil Darius Payne is off in uh, Nathan Brennan's world of Virginia Tech and so you're sitting here thinking man the one room we feel really really good about on defense is linebacker but once again, we don't have a JoJo Doman. Nebraska is without JoJo Doman this year. Garrett Nelson's becoming more of a leader. Luke Reimer the same way. But secondary-wise, there's a lot of things to be excited about. Noah Pola Gates finally might get his shot. And, um, and and other guys like that, I'm spacing on some other names. Omar Brown's a good addition. Tommy Hill's a strong addition. Tyreek Johnson, right? Everybody's super excited about him. Because he's a five-star, a former five-star from Ohio, the Ohio State University. A lot of excitement, a lot of potential. But in the last couple months, or, or seasons, I should say, potential hasn't worked out. Potential has not worked out. Or if it has, it's taken a long time, number one. Number two, it's occurred at a different university i.e. Wandale Robinson. And not to say he wasn't successful here at Nebraska, but in terms of success at a specific level, like it was it was very obvious that there was like Wandale was not at his ceiling at Nebraska. Maybe he was at his ceiling as a player at Nebraska, but not at his ceiling as a player, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense, because I think that's a really interesting way to look at it. And, and I understand put all of that in the past, and and they're not here at Nebraska anymore, so why are we talking about I get that. I, I, I understand that. But looking ahead, um, there's, a lot, there's a lot of question marks, not only on the defensive side, but also on the offensive side of the ball for, for the Huskers. We got asked about the uh, quarterback battle earlier tonight, and, and we kind of asked Steve a little bit about it in the 6.30 hour. Once again, uh, Steve Mark of Hale Varsity joined us at 6.30. So if you missed any of that, really good stuff from Steve. We put a, a bow on the Husker women's basketball season with their disappointing loss to Gonzaga in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Steve was kind of the guy that, so I went to every Husker women's basketball home game. Steve was the guy that he and I sat next to each other throughout the whole entire season. So um, he was he was kind of the the guy I leaned on for, for Husker women's basketball thoughts and, and kind of analysis. And, and he does a really good job with that. So I appreciate him. Uh, I texted him about five 30 tonight and was like, Steve, I need you at six 30, man. We need to talk Husker baseball and we need to talk about all this. And so appreciate Steve for coming on in short notice. But uh, if you missed any of the first hour, feel free to head over to the podcast page and, uh, and check it out. Um, unnamed texter says this Nelson will carry the D line. What about outside linebacker? And if you're saying it, and this is might be how you're 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 kind of inferring, 
is that he's going to be the the pressure if if the D line can just you know hold on to bodies or um, not even open up holes, but just kind of take up space and take up bodies so that a guy like Garrett Nelson can get into the backfield, then okay. As long as they get more pressure than they did last year. Because we saw it in the last game against Iowa. And and granted, Iowa is a really, really strong rushing team and a really uh, a high quality of, of a rushing opponent every single time out. But mainly, like, Damian Daniels wouldn't be that guy that necessarily rushed the quarterback or, or got sacks or chased down um, C.J. Stroud or anything like that. But we kind of took for granted, and I, I maybe by we I should say I, I took for granted the importance of Damian Daniels' just massive body taking up space right in the heart of that defensive line. I think that was super, something that kind of went under the radar there in the in the final game. Might not have gotten touched on enough because that's a that's a huge body that's just taking up space and that's part of it. Force a running back and with Nebraska's strong linebackers, because once again linebackers, there's not a huge you know huge uh, part of of worriness within the wide linebackers because you have a guy like Garrett Nelson like like this unnamed texture said and and Caleb Tanner was coming on as of late and. Um, Reimer is impressive, and and Nick Henridge is still alive in that running that linebacker room, and and things like that. So there's a lot to be excited about that that linebacker room. Uh, also, Isaac Gifford maybe moving into more of the nickel role, taking over for JoJo Doman. So that'll be interesting. Another linking guy right there, if for if you uh, like those connections. But with the defensive line specifically, I, I'm I'm worried on where the pressure is going to come from. I'm 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 concerned that Nebraska's rushing defense, like opponent opponents running backs, are going to be able to get to the second level pretty easily. Now, on the flip side, on the positive side of things, still plenty of time left in the off season, and we'll get maybe we'll get a better look at that in the spring game. But unfortunately, there's just a lot of uh, inexperience, and there's a lot of question marks surrounding the defensive line and the secondary for, for Nebraska football. Um, I know that didn't really touch on the quarterback battle, but uh, let's, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back from break, we'll, we'll flip to the offensive side of things. What are our thoughts on Husker football quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Now that Xavier Betts is gone, we might revisit that conversation then tight ends uh, because James Carney, AJ Rollins and Borkature are the tight ends, the main tight ends practicing right now. How does that make you feel? What's our sense of worriness for the season? Um, with with Thomas Fedoni, Chris Hickman, uh, Travis Vokalek, and, and Chancellor Brewington all inactive at practice right now. How are we feeling? Let's We'll talk about the offense, what it could look like, what we want it to look like, stuff like that. Coming up next, Ticket Weeknights. Um, Nick Sander with you, Carter, with me in the studio as well. Send in any thoughts you may have, 402-464-5685. We'll talk Husker football and a, a little Husker softball as well coming up next on Ticket Weeknights. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.